Welcome to the Life Activated Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Roberts, and this podcast is intended to empower you to live your passions right here, right now, encouraging you to be uniquely, magically you, trusting yourself, your intuition, that inner GPS that exists within all of us. And the intention is that it is a catalyst to get you out of the sidelines of your own life, because let's face it, I know you're here to do big things and being on the sidelines means nothing is happening and we can't have that. So I hope that every episode inspires you to step fully into your passions, what you are here to do every single day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Life Activated. Today's guest is someone that I have known for quite some time now. We actually met both in our life in HR at a particular company that I wasn't even there that long, but we clicked so quickly. And you will, I think, love her just as much as I do. And hopefully you will be inspired by her. And without further ado, I'm going to have you, Pelly, introduce yourself. Hi, Mari. My name is Pelly, Pelly Sills. And I'm so excited and happy to be on your podcast, actually. So thank you for the invitation. And some of my identifiers, I am, let's see, a Sagittarius, <laughs> since we met at work uh, from an HR perspective, we definitely immediately clicked. I would say, um, even though I am kind of borderline introvert and extrovert, so a lot of mm. people get a little surprised when I say I'm an introvert, so I definitely need to be kind of by myself to have a little bit of downtime. And I want to say when it came to my journey getting into jewelry making, if you, it's okay if I start there. Oh, please. Yeah. That's okay. part of who you are now. You're a jewelry <laughs> yes. maker. So that's, that's the fun part. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? It's interesting. My journey into jewelry making literally started, I want to say probably early 2000s. Yeah, And I remember my niece was coming in town. She was eight years old and I was going to keep her for a week. And I just really wanted to figure out, okay, so besides museums and, you know, going out to eat, playing outside, like what other activities could I plan? And for whatever reason, I thought to myself, oh, well, let's let me make some jewelry. I've always liked jewelry. So let's make something. Let's, you know, keep it simple. And so we actually made quite a few pieces of jewelry between necklaces and bracelets, primarily a lot of bracelets. And it was at that time, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I think I could do that. And sporadically since that time to, I want to say 2019, 2018, 2019, I've made a couple of pieces here and there. But by the time I got to 2019, I was like, I wonder if I could do this full time as I prepare for that next chapter in my life, I was thinking for retirement. Mm. So let me kind of learn everything I can learn now. And then I'll have an opportunity to feel more comfortable making jewelry, you know, by the time I thought that I would retire. 
Yeah. So that was my journey. And give you perspective, my niece is 31 now. (laughs) So it's been a while. It's been a while. But so you are a old HR professional turned jewelry designer. And you happen to be a Sagittarius. (laughs) Yes. And I think this is going to be the fun part of this episode is really talking about you know, your creativity and talking about learning, you know, and how you leaned into following your passions because, you know, you started this journey in jewelry making as a creative endeavor to do something with your niece when she was visiting and over the years continued here and there, but then now it's literally become your passion and your career, your job. And I think that's really, really amazing. And I really can't wait to dive into asking more questions about this because I think you are such a great example for others to see that you can still discover your creativity and discover your passions in very unexpected ways. And that should you choose, they can become a profession in a different way. And before we dive into that, I do want to read your card, share your card message with you. Uh, So every episode, I have been pulling a card from the Asia Destroyer Oracle deck, Guided by Spirit. And this card is for you. It is for me. And it's for whoever is listening at this moment in time, whether it's current or in the future. And you're binging episodes later on. It doesn't really matter. So let me show you the card I pulled, which is really cool. It's so funny with these cards. It seems like there will be like theme, theme, theme of cards that get pulled for people. And then all of a sudden there'll be a new card. And your card is reflection. Oh, isn't that so cool? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Asia's husband is an artist, so they work together that. to create. Yeah, yeah. So let me just sort of tap in and share what the message is. Let's see what's going on here. I just heard, are you reflecting on your greatness, how far you've come to get you to where you are today? I am. I am going to say I'm in constant state of reflection. But that's probably too strong of a word, but yeah, I am reflecting specifically about where I am today and uh, where do I want to go in the future? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so part of that message is, right, reflection is part of what helps you create space for the future, for what's coming. So remembering to reflect without judgment, with mm-hmm. openness and in that you open new doors and new opportunities. It's through that reflection that you're able to see, I just heard like skills that you have forgotten that you have that will help you as you open new doors. And to allow that reflection to be your confidence builder, to trust that the path is correct for you. And when I say correct, there's no, there's really no right or wrong, right? But correct in the sense of really not being fearful, knowing Mm -hmm. that you have everything that you need already. So the invitation here is reflection from the lens of, and this is something that I do with clients, right? Like 
taking yourself sort of up higher outside of this of what's happening in the world in your world what's happened and reviewing this from a again a lens of non-judgment but just you're the observer reflecting on the past and seeing where these great skills are seeing where these great accomplishments have been and letting that be what guides you and helps support you to see again opportunities and uh, confidently move to the next phase if that makes sense Mm -hmm. it does it does and it's hard to get beyond sometimes the self-doubt yeah but that is part of the reflection at least i believe is that when you're really being deliberate around reflection that point of having you say let me think on this is that i think it may start off with a small kernel of doubt Mm. but you want it to blossom yeah into the confidence and the things that you know you do well and that's how it starts for me with reflection sometimes i have this little kernel and then i deliberately move past it to say well what are the things that i want to celebrate what are the things that i've done that i said i would do and what does that experience feel like for me Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And then if there were some things that maybe I didn't get a chance to address in my reflection on, did I do this or didn't I? It is then about being more deliberate and jotting those things down and being deliberate with the things I want to accomplish. The other thing I was going to say, just to clarify, is that I am focused on my business but I am also still working in human resources, but on a part-time basis, right? Um, which is fantastic for me because it really does give me the opportunity to leverage a skill set that once upon a time I got burned out on and to explore this new creative side of myself. And so the journey has been, the journey has been great. As any person, and sometimes I think as women, we have a tendency to have either self-doubt or beat up on ourselves. So I've gotten much better with that. But really, Ethan, appreciate the new skills that I am diving into. You're absolutely right. I did not think I was a creative person initially. And it wasn't until I looked at something that I appreciated like jewelry and thought, I could make this. Okay, now let's make it with my niece. And then constantly kind of going back to making pieces over the years. So I'm one of those people I I used to say, you know, sometimes I don't have attention to detail, but as I make jewelry, you'd be surprised at how I don't want to put something down if it's not meeting my standards and how I am my pieces for quality control purposes, just to make sure that it is right. And when I say right, I think I mean spiritually right. Yeah. That it's, you know, if I'm going to put my hands on it, I want my essence to be positive. I want that positive energy to flow into every piece that I make. And so that I have an opportunity to finish the birth of it And knowing that it was made with that love 
and that attention and that care. And that the next, and the person who buys it hopefully feels that energy, which makes the experience of purchasing from me even that much more great. I love this. So there's so much to unpack. I think the first thing just to highlight and call out and to hopefully, if you're listening and really hearing this, you know, you have not only moved into doing your passions, but you still have a job. You still, you still have, are using your corporate skills to support you, but also to keep you sort of in the the game of keeping those, uh, I want to say specific skills mm-hmm. moving and going and growing. And I think that I want you listener to hear this because what Pelly is doing and saying is there's so many different ways to live your passions and to express your passions and to do it in the way that works for you, whether you are doing it as a quote-unquote side hustle, whether it has become your main thing and you make your old corporate thing your side hustle, there's no right or wrong to how you choose to move forward with your passions. And I think that's really awesome and amazing. And then that second piece, which I just love so much about what you were speaking to with your actual work, this importance for you to be in a spiritually enriched space for yourself so that when you are putting out your work, knowing that someone else is going to receive it, that they are receiving it from your highest space, your highest essence. And that makes your pieces that much more special to whoever is receiving it. They're getting truly your commitment and love into that piece. Yes, it is very important. And it's interesting because one of the people I learned from when it came to making jewelry, I just remember her making a comment that, you know, somebody wanted to buy some jewelry right off of her. And she, you know, does it periodically. But she also says that if she has other pieces, other stones that she can use, then she will recreate it because she wants that person to re- receive it so that it has a, their essence on it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be clean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. As yeah. After years of wearing it, right? It's all of your essence, right? Yeah. And it's your fragrance, right? Because of everything that you put on, it's so much you. So even if she, the person wants to take it right off her wrist, she makes sure that she goes back and cleanses it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that that is not only literal cleanse, but a metaphorical cleanse too, because you want to make sure that when you're passing it on, that it's clean and that that person can really adopt it and make it their own. And so recently somebody asked me, you know, can I have that? And I was like, no, I want to create something just for you so that it will have your essence on it. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. It was like, no problem. Because jewelry that you really like to wear, part intimacy, part freedom, part self-expression. So based upon all of that, you want to make sure somebody's getting something that's 
you know, clean and infused with, in essence, the blank canvas. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I have a question for you around Mm -hmm. just taking the leap into Mm -hmm. your business and to making jewelry. When did you know it was time to take the leap? Did you feel it in your body? Was it just a, a thing that just happened? How did it come up for you? Wow. I would say that, I want to say in 2019, I was let go from a previous job and I really needed to take the mental time off. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny because the journey was not without some hesitation and fear is probably yeah. the right word, right? Hesitation and fear because I had was so burned out from the previous jobs or two jobs, as well as having been a caretaker for my mom before she passed, is that I probably took a good year just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And, but periodically I would make some pieces and I just really thought to myself after about a year, I thought, you know what, let's just do this. Let's, you are happy when you do this. You feel comfortable. You feel content. So let's just make this commitment. And like I said, let's start now because I do want to do something else, you know, after I retire. And so I want to build a brand for myself. And so I had to kick that rock of self-doubt periodically. I had to pray and really try to figure out, is this something that I want to do and should be doing? Mm -hmm. And so that journey, it was interesting. It was long. It was filled with, like I said, self-doubt, sometimes inertia, but then I just had to push myself. And then once I pushed myself, I said, okay, what are the steps that I need to take to take it to the next level? So it's continuous learning about various stones and I'm still learning about various products that I use to create, learning new techniques, you name it. It's a constant learning experience. I've learned how to create my own website. I've learned (laughs) what it means to be a business owner and still learning, right? So, you know, when it comes to you doing your passion and what really does give you joy, if you want to share it with the world, right? And make a profit at the same time. And there's just a lot of things that you have to learn and do. And thank goodness, to some extent, my corporate experience has helped me. Yeah, uh, for sure. So true. It's been a a good journey. And I feel like, I'll be honest, you know, sometimes I do have, you know, self-doubt and I'll pray on it sometimes. You know, I hear nothing, but not hearing nothing doesn't mean I'm hearing no. Right, right. So I keep moving. And as I keep moving forward, I still keep gaining this sense of satisfaction out of what I'm doing and I'm growing. And of course, needless to say, I always, as you probably have heard other people say this, you know, it's not moving fast enough oh. or I'm not doing enough. But then again, I have to just kind of recenter myself and say, you know, well, what am I rushing towards? I've got goals, 
that I feel like I'm rushing towards perfection at times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, well, that, you know, that doesn't exist. Just continue to move towards your goals because vision I have probably will be a couple of years out in terms of, in my head, what does success look like, right? And I know that this year is going to be another year of learning and taking myself out of my comfort zone as well as knowing that I'm going to encounter maybe some frustration. And I'll elaborate on the frustration piece. I am committed to doing far more pop-up markets this year. Mm -hmm. So that somebody has identified a safe space and they invite, you know, number of vendors to come and sell their product or even service at this market, the pop-up market. And you know, sometimes when I go, I don't recoup my money. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, for the cost that I paid. And other times I do. And I am far more thoughtful now about, okay, well, I don't know if this is where my target market is. So I'm not going to go there. Or, but there may be times where I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a risk and see if my target market is there. And hope for the best, but learn from the experience and trust your gut, trust your intuition, right? Yeah. And continue to plan more, network more, and do more. So in the journey and the experiences that I'm anticipating for this year really is one of growth. And I guess, you know, for our listeners, it's also when you know you're growing, you've got to be comfortable and aware that, you know, you may hit a bump. Yeah. In the road, you may trip, but news to say, you just got to get back up and keep moving. Yes. And something that I want to reflect on that you said earlier, you said a lot of good stuff. There's like so many bombs. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. But the one thing just reflecting back to you is you are already successful where you are right now. And I get emotional just even saying that. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to Thank really... You understand that yes you have a different goal for success in the future but where you are is actually successful right now and remembering that because sometimes that could be part of the the rock you know right. of the kicking of the rock because you feel like it's not happening fast enough but you are already successful where you are in this moment right now you've built your own website you're learning how to do business, you're creating products, you're identifying places to go and, uh, you know, be in exposing yourself in terms of exposure for people to find you and know more about your art and what you create and what you do. And you're listening to your intuition when it says like, ah, maybe I shouldn't go to that one, or I'm going to take that risk. That is hugely successful. So thank you remembering that in the journey, because I think so often we can get so caught up in the, you know, the big goal or, you know, the carrot of what's next versus relishing in like the amazing success that you already are. So I just wanted to reflect that back to you. Thank you. You know, and I appreciate it. It's definitely something I need to hear. And so it is helpful be again grounded in what's going on right now yeah in the present and to say oh yeah this is going well okay yeah i did that Mm -hmm. you did that (laughs) you just if i remember too you just redid your website so 
you know, yes. you have a hello. So that's major, major. You just redid your website on your own. You didn't have somebody else doing it for you. That's huge. Something else you said that I wanted to touch on was when you are in that state of prayer and listening to your intuition, and sometimes you hear something and sometimes you don't. That is something I think so many of us get, it can mess with our minds, right? Because when Mm. you don't hear something, you think that your intuition isn't working or there is nothing there. But the reality is maybe the point of not hearing something is so that you just keep going. Maybe the not hearing is your confirmation Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. keep moving. Where you are is perfectly fine. So the fact that you don't allow that to stop you is also a really great thing just to call out, you know, and to say, for anyone listening, when we are in that moment where we don't hear anything, it doesn't mean not to keep going. It doesn't mean to stop or to doubt yourself. Right. It just might mean that you don't need to hear the answer. The answer is already within you or you have that answer in mm-hmm. that keep going. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that is true. That is true. Because at one point I almost got discouraged. But at the same time, something was telling me, okay, don't be discouraged. Just Keep moving. I know that you are here to not just live an average life, but to live a deeply fulfilling life. And I can imagine you living your life just the way you want it, stepping into everything that you've imagined for yourself, for your family, that true sense of freedom and joy and leadership. And most importantly, the legacy that you are literally here to leave in this world. And that is why I created the Life Activated Course. This is a course that takes you through a tried and tested three-step method that is going to activate your life and step you fully into your purpose with ease. This is an eight-week journey where you are going to really connect with your true meaning so that you can ignite the purpose that is deep within your soul. I could not be more excited about supporting you in connecting to what you're here for because honestly, this is (laughs) This is why I'm here, to help you fully live life as it is intended. And my clients that have gone through the Life Activated course can attest to it. My client, Stephanie, she says that she was at a crossroads in her career. She was wanting to make big changes, but she needed support and spiritual uplift. She was amazed at the career opportunities that opened up for her. She was also amazed at how she moved from being stuck in her process for writing to moving forward in the direction of completing her book, which is huge. And that's all from this course, Life Activated. If you are wanting to be in a course that allows you to do everything on your own, self-paced, and yet still have the aspect of community, live support calls, 
and the opportunity to meet with me one-on-one, then this course is for you. There are group support sessions, there's energy healing, there is a breathwork session, there are visualizations, additional journal prompts and practices to support you in successfully taking the steps that you know you're here to take. I see you on the other side. I see you doing everything that you're here to do, that you've always dreamt of doing. And maybe you just needed that little hand to help hold you, hand to help hold you. (laughs) Anywho, the Life Activated course is for you. If you are needing that support, there's going to be a link in the show notes for you to enroll in whichever option works best for you. Because let's face it, we need options in terms of how we want to be supported. And if you have more questions, I will also add a link in the show notes for you to reach out to me and schedule a call so we can talk about which option will best support you in doing exactly what it is you are here to do. And remembering that our concept of time is so jacked up. And Mm. you, I guarantee you have friends who are watching you, who are envious and who are wishing they could have your growth and acceleration. And to somebody else, to you, it might feel slow, but to them, they're looking at you like, holy smokes, you are killing it. So just, again, kind of having that remembrance that it's time is something we put on ourselves. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned friends, and I will say that's the good thing about the friends that I do have is that they are very encouraging and really are great for my ego in their encouragement of not only just doing the damn thing, right? But, you know, really making products that are appealing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank goodness for good friends who will be honest with you. Yes. And good friends as you know. Yeah, exactly. Because we need those friends who are going to be that the community, whatever that looks like for you, who is going to one, be honest, but who's going to be your cheerleader and help you continue on when you are feeling scared or when you are feeling stuck or when you're feeling that sense of doubt to be able to have those people who can lift you up is really so important. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. On that note, you know, we know how you followed your creative sort of pull into creating jewelry and how it came about, you know, I think that's such an amazing way that it came to you. My question to you though is, you know, when you are in those moments of doubt or fear, how do you keep moving? That is a good question. And I guess it goes right back to what I said previously is that, you know, you pray or you look for a sign or you look for an answer. Mm -hmm. And there's just something that says, just keep going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there have been times where I'm like, oh, maybe I should give up. 
But then when I look at all the money I've spent on product <laughs> and beads, uh, I'm like, mm, I think I really want to give up. And, and I really don't. Yeah. And it is a function of that self-talk and encouragement to say, but, you know, do it. Because if you give up, then what happens to the vision? Mm-hmm. Right. What happens to the the dream? Mm-hmm. And right now, that vision or dream has not been replaced with something else. Mm-hmm. Right. It'd be different if all of a sudden it was like, oh, wow, I think I'm going to do this instead. And that something else could probably still be something giving me a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. But and I would feel fine with that. But right now. I just really do believe that I should be moving forward. And I swear, invariably, every time that I may have a moment of self-doubt, all of a sudden I'll look at something and I'm like, oh, I can do that. Or, oh, you know what? I need X, Y, Z for my business. I need to take it, you know, step it up a a little bit more here. Or I want to learn this. I think this would be great as a part of my brand right Mm, mm -hmm. so there's always something that i come up you know within the next minute of saying you know maybe having self-doubt to oh wait i think i could i think i want to do this i think i want to try this so i find myself that i don't give up yeah but i can tell you well probably sometime in january i thought to myself well maybe not and then as quickly as that thought came into my head, I was just like, all right, no, you're, you're not ready to give up on this yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love that. And what I hear from that is something that I experienced too, which is when it's something that you are called to do, when it is something that is your soul truth, even when it is hard and you, I'm getting emotional and you feel like you want to quit, mm-hmm. you cannot, like something will not allow you to quit because it is meant for you to do and to bring Mm -hmm. into this world. And for anyone listening, again, this doesn't mean it has to be about making you money. It could truly be about doing something you're passionate about, but, you know, for whatever reason, it may feel challenging or, or you might come up against roadblocks. It's the thing that you just can't give up. And what I hear from you and what I take from what you're saying is, when those doubts come in, I see this as like spirit giving you instant inspiration to remind you to keep going. You know, when you get right. the idea of, oh, I want to learn this, all of a sudden this comes in, or you see somebody else's something, and you're like, I could do that. It sounds to me and how I hear it and I will see it is the doubt comes in and spirit God comes and says, oh, I'm going to give you something to spark you and remind you that this is what you're here to do. And it's funny because I thought about that too as I was talking. I was like, okay, I keep saying intuition. So maybe that is, you know, God saying, keep going. Mm -hmm. But, and it's also funny because I have a mentor group of uh, other creatives and, you know, we get really deep into our own psyche at Mm -hmm. times, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all experience self-doubt. But it's funny because one of the other girls had commented and I had agreed and chimed in is that sometimes, you know, you don't want to give up because you know that you have not 
consistently given something your best, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I fall into that too. And I was like, I consistently given this my best yet. So I keep pushing and keep driving. Now that can be a double-edged sword for me sometimes because then I'm just like, ah, gotta be consistent, do this, do that. But then other times I'm just like, yeah, but you know, this journey is good mm-hmm. and the pace is good, right? And I have to really appreciate that and stop and appreciate it as opposed to saying, you know, what hasn't been accomplished. I'm also very analytical at times. So sometimes, you know, that the brain just wants to process, dissect, and be a little bit more on the critical side. Mm -hmm. I do have, thank goodness, that creative side of my brain, though, that helps me try to level set and to push on. And it's funny because I, I didn't mention this in the beginning, but opening my eyes to the fact that I could be creative was with my mom. Oh, yeah. Because right around all that time, I want to say that she had a bad bout with arthritis, right? And she would take these classes. So one was a swimming class, which was awesome. I went with her to that, and that was great. Amazing. And it it really was because it was supposed to really help with the arthritis. But the other one was a painting class. Mm. And the first time she ever painted anything, me and my brothers were like, oh my God, Like you painted this freehand? It wasn't paint by numbers. And truly, and it was beautiful. And that really gave me pause around saying, I'm not creative. Mm, mm-hmm. Right? And so my mom had to be, I want to say maybe late 60s or right early 70s when this happened and so it did it gave me pause and so now I just make sure that you know when people say that they're not creative I was like oh you know don't say that you just probably haven't been able to tap in yeah to what you're really good right and because I would have never had thought honestly you know in my 20s that I would think to myself oh you can make some jewelry Mm-hmm. I don't think this even occurred to me until I was in my late middle to late thirties. So yeah, I just wanted to share that story too about the people around you who give you some inspiration, like your mom or parent or whomever. Yeah. That makes you say, oh, well, if they were able to tap into that creativity, let me reframe how I perceive myself and my creativity. Yes, yes, yes. That is so amazing what you just shared there around the learning from your mom and witnessing your mom's creativity. And instead of saying, oh, my mom's super creative and I'm not actually looking at to say, if my mom has creative skills or whoever it is around me has creative skills, I have creative skills. It's just, how does it show up for me? And I think that's really so empowering and freeing to really connect with the fact that we all have creativity. It just may show up in a way that is different than traditional ways of being creative. Exactly. Yeah. I love that freedom that you gave to everyone and that you took for yourself because that is probably, if I'm hearing this correctly, right? One of the big things that helped click to say that this could be the thing. You actually have this creative skill within you. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I have a question for you around your intuition and, you know, how do you use it to support you in creating your jewelry and creating your art? Tap into it more and more. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's that very logical side of my brain, right? And I love it though when I am, you know, on IG following other creators and they were just like, oh my God, I saw these colors and this is what I came up with mm-hmm. because they were mm-hmm. inspired by some random colors someplace else. And so I would say, you know, right now or in the past, like during the fall, I kind of let that intuition just kind of sit in me a little bit when it came to saying, what am I going to make this time? Mm. You know, and how do I want to create something this time? And what colors do I want to use? And that has been helpful, but honestly, I'm still tapping into that more and more. Yeah. Around, you know, really sometimes taking the blinders off and being able to look at the world with a different lens and how does that inspire me to make, you know, jewelry. Yes. Now, one of the things that uh, some of us creatives have talked about, and I'm still very deliberate with how I make jewelry. Right. So, and by that, I'll say that I'll get my, you know, my beads, my product together, and there is a certain symmetry that I want. Right. And there are some who are just like, no, all the beads need to be the same type. You know, some can be faceted, some can be smooth, some can be sea glass, some can be this. I don't have to put my spacers every other two. I can make it random. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, random spacers. Wait a minute. No, it's got to have some harmony, right? And so that's something that I'm trying to get away from mm. and not lock myself into that because I do want to continue to explore my creative side. But when we talk about creativity and intuition, there are still those things where it's creative, but at the same time, there's always this deliberate symmetry of the products that you use and when you use them and how that you use them that I do laugh at myself about because I'm just like, oh my goodness, you know, there's that other side of my brain that's just like, no, but it's got to look just like this. <laughs> right, right. You right. have to have these spacers either every two, every three. It can't be random. So I have done a lot of self-reflection and laughing at myself as I realize that I'm analytical and precise in some things and want it just to be in a certain order and wanting to have the freedom of not having it be in order. Right, right. It's a practice in you're listening to your intuition in terms of how you yes. create your art, but it's also a practice in giving yourself freedom to break your own rules. <laughs> yes. And maybe I would find some greater intuition if you just don't lock your mind so much. Right. Mm-hmm. I think part of intuition is pure feeling, yeah. but I think you do have to release or surrender something to really let your intuition guide you. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And it's so true. Everything you said. Yes. Repeat. Yes. Rewind <laughs> this section. Re-listen to this <laughs> for sure. 
Yeah, I love that. And also, you know, it's a good practice, but if you're using both sides of your brain and using your intuition and using the part that likes symmetry, that might just be your art form, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it's such a great reminder to play and even break your own rules and see yeah. what comes from that and see and what see what happens. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Couple more questions for you. One question I have for you is do you have a piece of jewelry that you like making more than others? Like is there something that you just love to do more? I'm just curious. I am partial to a color. Oh. And that is the color blue. And I have to really force myself to do more things that are less blue. So I make yeah. a lot of blue for myself. I would laugh. I have so many blue rings with a blue stone in it. Blue is my color. And I never would have thought that, you know, when it comes to clothes, I'm just like, I do like bright colors, but yeah, blue. There is one stone that I am partial to, which is hematite. Yeah. Something that I am gravitated to. And I just remember reading somewhere that somebody said that, you know, if you don't know what your stone is, sometimes the stone chooses you. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, on that metaphysical perspective, but with hematite, it is supposed to be grounding. Mm -hmm. I think it may even enhance intuition. If I had a book right here, I would grab it and look it up. We'll get what it is and like maybe put a link or put a little right. definition of what hematite is for. I'm so bad with the stones. I, I pick them, but I don't know always what, I don't remember what all of them are for. Yes. I just go for the ones to your point that I feel gravitated to. Right. And mm -hmm. a lot of people like the hematite stone. And I've probably been attracted that to that since I started making the jewelry along mm -hmm. with the blue, anything mm -hmm. blue. Mm -hmm. It is though for grounding and cleansing. And I really do believe it's supposed to support your intuition, but it's very, very, it's a good stone. It's heavy. It has some substance to it. Mm -hmm. And there's just really something that I do like when I make it for myself, others. I use it quite a bit with my men's collection as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Now for anyone else who is wanting to go for their passions and followed their passions, what advice would you give them? I'd say you've got to step out on say when something is like niggling at you constantly and it won't let you be, then I think you owe it to yourself just to sit down and really absorb what that means. And then just kind of write down, if I wanted to do this, what would I do? Mm -hmm. How would I go about it? Set goals for yourself. And maybe that first goal is the goal of learning, mm -hmm. right? You don't have to take a specific action, if you will. Maybe that action is taking a class, right? Or doing some independent research. So that you're not talking yourself out of it and that you just, you know, keep going and you keep moving and you keep pressing forward. And I will say that you 
want to set goals for yourself that are realistic. Yes. And and write those things down. It doesn't matter in what order that you write anything down. But if you have your idea book, write it down and keep coming back to it and saying, oh, yeah. So let me look and see what I wrote. And you can start building your plan yeah. in the process together, whether it's a service or a product that you think you want to do. I think you really just have to give yourself freedom to explore it and learn as much as you can, write those things down, then start building your structure yeah. and your plan toward success. The last event I went to, you know, it was so powerful because the person next to me makes treats, mm -hmm. cakes, right? Mm -hmm. And they were delicious. And so she was just like, you know, God has been, you know, telling me and telling me and telling me that I keep, that I need to do this. And so she was like, so I just finally said I would be obedient. And I think she may have, she used the word obedient and I, in my head was thinking surrender. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I hear that totally. Um, so, and I told her, I was like, everything that I just tasted, you were on the right path. Mm -hmm. You know, just do it. I said, there are so many people who are making cakes and you probably see them. But let me tell you, it's plenty of room for you and everybody else who is out there. And somebody else came along and gave her positive feedback. And she felt that in her soul and her spirit, mm -hmm. right? That it brought her to tears, right? But mm -hmm. I understood how she felt, though. It's like, you know, you've been thinking about it and you've been thinking about it and you're just like, all right, you might as well. There really is nothing holding you back but you. Yeah. And, you know, that little gremlin mm -hmm. of self-doubt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's for sure. So that's what I would say. Just stick with it, build a plan, do your research and give yourself time to Get it off the ground to fruition. Don't give up on it. Yeah. And what I love is the reminder of, it's just, you didn't say do something wild right away. You said, take a step. <laughs> yeah. And then you take another step. And then you take another step. Right. And you take another step. And I think your mm -hmm. story of the woman who was doing the baking is such a great example of someone taking a step and at least putting it out there and finally like listening to and surrendering to that internal voice because that internal voice is your soul telling you it's time to do the thing. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It's time. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and you're helping, I think so many other people feel empowered and inspired to at least hear their hearts and then take one baby step. So that's beautiful. Thank you. So, so many people have poured into me trying to give me that that encouragement. And uh, because they do it, and I realize how much I soak that up, that I definitely want to be able to do the same thing for others. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's so amazing. So as we wrap up, mm -hmm. how can people find you? How can they find your beautiful jewelry if they want to get some you know, where are you? How can they get things from you? Okay. Well, I am definitely online. So if you Google me, it is www.jewelrybypelly, 
And my name is spelled P as in Patricia, E-L-E dot com. So P-E-L-E dot com. Some people say, oh, Pele, like the soccer player. And yes, it's spelled somewhat the same without the accent on the E. Yes, yes. On the the E. But yeah, it's different. So, or you can think of the fire goddess because I was actually named after Hawaiian fire goddess. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amazing. I never knew that you were named after the Hawaiian fire goddess. Yes. yes. Are you also on Instagram? Can people find you? I am also on Instagram. Same handle. Jewelry by Pelly. Awesome. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, amazing. So we're going to make sure we link your Instagram and your website so people can find you, buy Thank your beautiful you. jewelry. And then also when you go to pop-ups too, right? They'll be able to find them on your website when you have events. Yes. And I primarily post them too on Instagram, but I can post them on my site as well when I'm going to be Okay. Or even just Instagram if that's what they need to know. And you're in the Chicago area. So people know that. Yes. I am in the Chicago area. Yeah. Unless you're visiting Chicago, if you live where I live on the Pacific, you know, the Pacific Northwest, you might have to fly (laughs) there or you can just buy online. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but definitely make it check convenient it out. buy online <laughs> yeah. definitely check it out and connect with Pelly on her beautiful jewelry and thank you so much for being here for sharing your story for sharing how you connect with your creativity and how you're following your passions and really trusting your intuition so again i've said this throughout the whole episode but empowering and inspiring for other women to really go for it. So thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate it. Thank you, Mari. I really do appreciate this. Hearing myself even motivates me more. I mean, (laughs) honestly, that's, that's sometimes what we need, right? We need to actually hear ourselves speak it to realize, like, again, how far you come, how successful you are, and yes, to keep going. So it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Until next time, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Life Activated Podcast. If this message from today's episode resonated with you, if it inspired you to start to live your passions, to take action in your life, then do me a favor and rate and review us. Because honestly, that is the only way that this podcast will be found by others just like you. If you don't want to miss the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribing to the podcast ensures that you never miss an episode. All right. Thanks so much for supporting the Life Activated Podcast. Until next time.